Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you'll find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Business Lines State of the Economy podcast. Today we have with us Anjani Sri Maurya Sunkawali who is the founder and managing director of Altmena startup focused on developing battery materials and minerals. In fact, Altman is the first enterprise in India which has set up a facility for manufacturing cathode active materials, a key component in lithium ion batteries. As all of us are aware that battery storage is the key to India's clean energy transition and associated with it are issues such as availability of critical minerals, components and technologies. Here, Altman has an association with the government-run International Advanced Research Center for Powdered Metallurgy and New Materials, has forayed into cathode active material production. It has set up a facility for the same in Hyderabad, and it is the first of its kind in the country. In fact, it is the first enterprise devoted to production of cathode active material in the country. Now, ARCI or the International Advanced Research Center for Powder, Metallurgy and New Materials has joined forces with Altman as technology partners and has backed the company's research and development endeavors alongside international players. Now, the licensing for the CAM produced through this partnership lies exclusively with Altman internationally. And in the domestic front, Altman already has a non-exclusive agreement. Today, we will discuss with Maurya the various aspects of the cathode active material or CAM as it is called and its significance in the value chain and where India stands vis-a-vis the world. Hello and welcome, Maurya. Thank you, Rishi, for the introduction. So, so the first question, uh, Maurya, I wanted to put to you. Could you, uh, you know, explain or break down to our um, listeners what is cathode active materials and what is the current global and domestic scenario? Uh, well, Rishi, I should tell you that the global scenario. I should give you the bitter truth that you see the fancy cell uh, or you see the fancy battery pack which goes into your car or which goes into energy storage which you never get to see. They are assembly of multiple cells. Through After you assemble it, you have a battery management system and this battery management uh, system controls and maintains the stability of the cells so that when any one goes off, it's there. So India, as on date, do not have any manufacture of cells. Everyone are only upcoming. And this is probably the first time or the, for the first industry for which India is equally competing with Europe at the same time. Why? It comes down to the cell manufacture. 95 to 98% of the global cell production happens in China. Yeah. And they ship it, ship these cells to countries where they assemble it into battery packs and give it out. They control this because they control the manufacturing of battery materials. Uh, like it could be lithium with NMC, nickel, manganese, cobalt oxide, or LFP is what we are doing, LTO, uh, anything for that matter. Why they control 98% of the global production of the battery materials is because China has followed the strategy of going to every country where you have the ore in which lithium, like rare earths are found, acquire minor or major stakes in those companies or in those countries, then get all the raw ore back to China, produce it and convert it to lithium carbonate and other raw materials or other rare earths as well in China. And then they made the whole world dependent upon China for the raw material. 
which they didn't give out and they kept enhancing the facilities. So because they had the lithium, they did the battery materials and because they had the battery materials, they went on to do the cells and so on. They controlled the world's supply chain. The same, we found uh, lithium and other things in India, but uh, it is spodumin or a spodumin and some of it might be even clay. For clay, there is not yet market or not a technology to produce it, but spodumin is there. But again, where is the technology to process this spodumin? When I learned about lithium, I googled and uh, I, I just typed world's largest producer of lithium. The Google answer was Australia. But it took me a few years or a year or so to understand that Australia doesn't produce lithium. Australia has the ore called spodumin, of which only 5-6% to is lithium carbonate. So China transports 94 to 95% excessive waste to China, contributing to 95% additional ocean freight carbon footprint, takes it back to China. And even if Australia needs lithium, they have to buy it from China. Australia is a big hole, which has uh, not enough material to fill their own mind holes. And this goes for every country. So we don't have the technology to refine as well, barring one or two players in Brazil and, uh, you know, in Far East. And these are the players we get our lithium carbonate from. I've given you the scenario. So because we don't have the lithium, we don't have the cathode materials. And the cathode materials, LFP is would be convenient because we only need to scout for lithium. I'm sure the iron and phosphate and everything we are sourcing locally. But when it comes to NMC, it is not just lithium. It is the cobalt and nickel and other things which are mined in Africa. And these materials also have to be fought for. Yes, that is why we chose LFP and we are here. But this is the global scenario. Okay. So this this underscores the you know in, importance of cathode active materials. So a quick supplementary question. How did you figure out that you know this is where you want to be? It all started off with looking for rare earth minerals. Uh, the domestic mining didn't seem so good for me. And that was when there were a lot many issues around mining and regulations changes. Mm-hmm. So I decided to get what minerals are not available in India mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, get them for the manufacturers here. That is how this journey started. Good or bad, Google told me Australia, but I said, it's too crowded. So let me look for another country. And that is how, with the help of Niti Aayog and our embassy and the Bolivian embassy, we established our first interaction with the Bolivian government. Like we have Coal India or um, they have YLB, which is the national company for uh, lithium up to processed uh, lithium carbonate. And we went on to interact with them. And we also got tied up with some Brazilian companies. ARCI approached us for lithium carbonate because they were in the process of developing new technologies for cathodes, anodes, and multiple things. But they were procuring their raw material from open sources. And since open source do not disclose their traceability, the location they're getting it from, you don't know what impurities are there. So every time you use that material, you cannot guarantee consistency. And they were not able to meet it. So we started supplying in 2018 and 19. We started supplying lithium carbonate. And we could give them the comfort of identifying the source, let me Brazil or Bolivia. And they went on to finish developing the process and they filed for a patent in 2020. So at the same time that they filed the patent, we decided we were part of the journey. So we had information 
we are not we're going to be uh, you know laughed at if we're not taking up an opportunity so that is how we got into cam and uh, with we continued our journey with arci and we got it for 5 kilograms per day uh, the technology was 5 kilograms and it was technology pending patent pending but uh, we enhanced it uh, slowly to 100 kilos one ton and now we are looking forward to setting up a 3 gigawatt line which is equivalent to 30 tons per day or 9 to 10000 tons per hour so that's a great thing you brought up because you know the next question that i would have you know put to you was about uh, what's the government's uh, participation the intent the interest so you already partnered with uh, a key research arm of the department of science and tech as since 2014 uh, or or 2015 we have seen a a spurt in india's uh, you know india's ambitions for a clean energy transition and every year it, it has become more serious and we can see the results in our solar proliferation but batteries is still a space where we haven't cracked much we are still scratching on the surface which uh, itself is proven that you're the first an enterprise getting into cathodes and how would you see the government's interest build up or you know build down what how would you describe the government's efforts interest uh, in you know um, helping companies or helping itself for this so uh, the central and state government have been doing a lot for the ecosystem but uh, you see rishi what is happening is there is no information available to people because all this was isolated in one particular country and because of not availability of information so government supported the cell and battery ecosystem by getting up the advanced cell chemistry pli and i should say that government of india through the ministry of heavy industries of course is working for a component uh, pli for people like us it is of course late but uh, they are still working and we are happy for it yeah and uh, the state government and the central government both have been you know once they're informed once we had those interactions mm-hmm. we've received uh, support from let me niti ayog or in, even from pmo and here and there and even the telangana government because we started our journey here even the telangana government has been very supportive in fact they went on to form a joint venture mm-hmm. uh, and authorized state mineral development corporation to venture internationally to identify mines and get mineral security for the upcoming industry here in the state and similarly which was done through an institution called kabel it, it's taking its own time but yeah the government is doing a lot the government has many schemes in every ministry it should actually be uh, you know publicly more marketed uh, these institutes so that many people like me would get the chance to uh you know look at institutes and their development and take these ready made uh, technologies and scale them so, up that's a brilliant point that you are making that the lack of awareness about departments of science and technologies themselves their initiative they've done some tremendous work in acc you're right so you know awareness building needs to be there more awareness yeah. you're aware that india holds the presidency of the g20 and among the g20 there are various working groups uh, on clean energy transition so that that t4 group which is on clean energy transition there's a subject line in this on recycling of battery materials and uh, the thought behind that is that since considering the rising demand for uh, critical minerals uh, current processing facilities and those planned in the next 4 to 5 years would not be enough to meet the demand and hence a recycling ecosystem for end of life batteries should be there 
what are your thoughts about you know recycling and especially in india since since as you yourself have said we've just started the race uh, and and we have pretty much a long distance to catch up here what what are your thoughts about recycling would it be enough well i should tell you that uh, india is behind or we have just got on to the bus of cathode active materials but india is already uh, you know driving on the highways using the recycling plants recycling is obvious obviously we must this is what a couple of companies like loham ace green exigo there are multiple companies already working domestically also partnering with uh, firms internationally to set up these plants but the scale or the availability of the raw material needs to grow and these will only grow uh, you know once we induce material into the ecosystem and i think there are there is good amount of work that is going on in the industry for recycling as well uh, there's recently these news about uh, lithium being discovered in uh, kashmir and in rajasthan what next then what after that and at what stage it should come so that you know a, a, a enterprise like altman can directly lift up lithium phosphate or lithium from these facilities after being processed so i i can just give you the demand just in lfp 1 gigawatt what we calculate is about uh, 2600 to 2000 uh, around 3000 tons of uh, lf cathode material required to produce 1 gigawatt hour of cells so uh, we are just looking at uh, our targets if you see are looking we announced up to 10 gigawatts by 2030 so that is about 30000 tons mm. but this is purely because we have access to only 10000 metric tons of lithium carbonate uh, as on date and we are working Uh, along with the government and private parties and we are sure will at least go 2 or 3x but the india's demand and lfp's demand itself lfp sales demand is about 150 gigawatt hours so where are we going to get all these tons of lithium we have to source it and we are also strongly pushing that government of india also should with private public private partnership obviously set up refining units in these mineral rich countries so we have two solution that we have also have access to lithium carbonate and we also have a diplomatic win we're not depending on uh, china so this has to be done so while doing this we solve two problems one our existing demand and also we get ready for what is going to be mined in india because even in india it's a process development of a mine takes at least 3 to 4 years as mm-hmm. having set up these refineries in this mineral rich countries already the producing countries will help us gain the experience and knowledge we get these ores fast to market but yeah we still have time if you see the we are not going to miss the bus because because someone is de- designing a sodium ion battery lead asset has been there in the ecosystem and is going to be there for a certain time and so will lithium so it, there is time and we will need all that lithium Uh, yours the first facility first of its kind uh, we we i hope we see more coming up this is something important for the country's ecosystem as well and since this is the first endeavor two things we wanted to discuss one the strengths that were there to push you the tailwinds and the headwinds all of us started off with uh, getting lithium and etc but when arci had approached us Uh, and probably arca is one first one institute that you know i would like to say they're not just scientists because usually these are institutes that develop the process with the vision of scalability and economically scaling it up so they had everything 
in place for certain things. They even used household equipments and put, produced these materials. And the cost economics were wonderful back in 2019, even at lab scale compared to the commercially available parts. So, you know, these things caught our eye and we are like, if they can do it at a lab scale, we can scale it up uh, or we can take their help, scale it up and you know, we can make it a big business. And you should know that when we started this business, uh, the graph of NMC was rising uh, and LFP was down the graph uh, just near the stepping stones. And people also told us, you should not go to LFP. It's a very minute market. It's a dead market. NMC is everything. Like I said, uh, like I told you, I went to Bolivia because I didn't like the crowded markets. And I wanted to go to a new hemisphere where probably there is scope for a person like me to flourish. Mm -hmm. So that is the reason also I said, okay, NMC, there are many people. Let me go to LFP. So we started, we started developing it and enhancing it. Once we enhanced it, there, during the COVID and after, uh, during that period, companies like Tesla announced they were shifting from NMC to LFP. LFP, yeah. Uh, and that is where we were arguing all way long that LFP is safer, but people didn't understand. When such big announcements come, people understood and started realizing why NMC, why LFP. No one understood that thermal st stability of the mid your cell is important and all. In fact, we in India didn't have sorting systems for cells in the initial days. That's why we were getting used cells. And uh, now that we have, we've matured as a market. We are lucky to be in the sweet spot. But yeah, the working style of ARCI, their uh, process, economically feasible process, and all gave us that push to expand our operations and you know get into this business of battery materials and take it forward. So your first manufacturing facility is an ARCI campus, it's safe? Yes. And uh, so could you tell us something about the facility? How much is the production and how are you all planning to scale it up? In this fast moving world, proof of concept is not uh, a tandem approach. Uh, it is do what you have to, but get to the market fast. And that is what uh, we did. Uh, and we used uh, the time in COVID and after. We sent materials from here to Germany. We used expertise in Germany, here, there and all. And tested our material at scale, at 3 gigawatt, the 30 tons I was mentioning to you. Yeah. We are ready with the design to set up this unit here. But the unit what we have at ARCI is of capacity, capacity of about 100 kilograms per day. This is again for supporting our cell manufacturers and R&D units for their development. Even if I produce 100 kilos every day, there is no customer for me as on day. So this is a unit to support the ecosystem until we get there. But this is a 10 megawatt plant, which is already being converted into a 3 gigawatt or a 30 ton per day plant. How long will it take to you know uh, scale this up to uh, a 30 gigawatt, 3 gigawatts? Uh, we, have, we have already been allotted land, uh, 20 acres by Telangana government in a place called Tivitipalli. Okay. Uh, which is on the Bangalore Highway from Hyderabad. Mm -hmm. And uh, even companies like Amar Raja are coming up in the same vicinity. So we are looking at anywhere between 18 to 24 months to get this plant commissioned. In 2025, we'll be operational and we'll be able to supply this material to cell manufacturers in India. So, so Morey, another question. Uh, you know, you know how... Uh, 
uh, if five years ago I would have asked you about the R&D efforts of the government, you know, half of the people would have said it's blah. They would have said that is hardly enough. Either ways, Indians, private or public, are blamed for spending less and less on R&D. That's a charge that always comes up. But um, here, how you've described ARCI, the departments of science and tax, and you know, uh, their intent to work with private upcoming individuals, startups like yours to scale up, you know, uh, these very important concepts because uh, what is being achieved here is going to give us returns in the next 10 years. It's not now that we'll see these benefits coming up. It's on a smaller scale and I can understand because of the cost involved with it, the kind of processing that is involved, the kind of testing that needs to be done. Have you seen a change in the government itself, government's view of, you know, collaborating with private individuals or enterprises, not just for scaling up businesses, but essentially for research and development? Because you were explaining that your first facility is in the ARCI campus and this would also, you know, lead to more research and development. So if you would take us down, what sort of more research and development can happen there or will happen and how it has been your experience you know, collaborating with the government in this? I completely disagree that the government is not doing anything. I think uh, what happened recently with the Mangal, uh, the Chandrayaan 3 also is a testament in itself, yeah. uh, you know, for what the government is doing. The government has hired scientists as full-time employees and has multiple and countless institutes in every segment across the country. So it is for you to find out and go. Anyone, any individual can go to an institute like this and ask them, give them a problem statement and ask them to do research. The government is taking out the burden of investing in human resource and providing the human resource. So if there is anything that needs to be invested in, it is the technology and the project. I think that needs to come in as a public-private partnership. And even for such projects, the government is ready to fund. So the government's perception is always there. It is lack of awareness, and I think that is the only thing that is lacking. How how are you going to take forward your relationship with ARCI? Are you going to collaborate with them for more projects? If you could, you know, give us more inputs. What sort of on especially in critical minerals because this is something which which will hold the world to ransom in ten years from now. Absolutely. So, uh, Dr. V K Saraswat was here recently, and so was other advisors from the Niti Aayog and even uh, other people. So we are already working with ARCI on developing other technologies and you know getting other patents from them, while we're also looking at sponsoring certain research here. ARCI is just not battery materials. ARCI has solar division and et cetera. Uh, so we are looking at multiple technologies add on to our product because we cannot remain a single product company. So another question which comes naturally posed this is, what is the investment scene like? Are enterprises forthcoming to invest in such propositions? Is there the, the requisite interest, the requisite business interest? Is it there? We are raising funds and, uh, you know, there is uh, interest now, but from a very small section of people because the investor mentality has to change. You know, then it's not a daily investment. You need to, it's and it's not a fancy industry where you just like to invest in electric yes. vehicles, but you don't understand that you need to invest in the top line supply chain for that to even sustain. But even for a company like us, we have a lot of interest coming in from 
foreign foreign countries uh, with investments linkedin is a very good connecting platform obviously and that helps us connect with people easily otherwise we're not available but yeah there is a lack of investor education i should say or investor knowledge they need to have the risk appetite two quick questions amorya uh, uh, one is uh, you have come with a 100 kg per day facility would we see more you know companies entering it or what is the scene right now in in the domestic space in the indian space for cathode active material production facilities when we started i didn't have any information online because it's an entire secretive industry so i believe in open trans- transparency and that is why we give out a lot of information openly there is a need for other people to come in i cannot cater to everyone by just myself so it is required for other people yes there is interest and we also are, in, are are open to sharing our technology at a later stage after it matures but sharing our technology because like i said it's a 5 to 15 kilogram per day that we get when we got from arci but we enhanced it so this knowledge of enhancement even we are willing to share obviously with uh, whatever industry standards but we are willing to share the knowledge so that many people can come in and cater to ourselves and make india self reliant you described the importance of cathode active materials and right now you know the kind of demand that is coming up uh, india is going to come out with a grid scale pli uh, pli on grid scale storage um, electric vehicle demands is increasing and recently the india uh, the isa the the industry body for battery battery makers and all they've said that uh, that the quantum of subsidies needs to be increased so that you know the government handholding let me put it other way the government handholding hand holding for such sectors need to increase and the government needs to put in more investments in the form of these pli schemes on the other hand the government says that we are doing what we can but the investments on battery side from private sector is lacking from in the solar side private investments have gone up uh, domestic private investments but in the battery side private investments are still yet to scale up your thoughts on this yes government is supporting scientifically they are trying to get in pli schemes like schemes for every sector uh, they are supporting and that's what i've mentioned the investor uh, interests into manufacturing needs to go up manufacturing doesn't mean fancy industries manufacturing also means top line supply chain and you know getting down on the ground and doing get doing the dirty business just not doing the fancy business and i think yes private investments needs to go on and it needs to be decentralized and i think globally it's recession time the industry is growing at a very different difficult time and i think uh, that is something that is holding back yeah it, it's up to it's everyone it's a collective effort that needs to go in no one can blame anyone the government should also encourage the private sector or push for private investments to get into the manufacturing sector so you faced any ch- challenges uh, raising investments for altman until now thankfully we've been uh, bootstrapped we are closing one round uh, with friends and family and uh, in fact i should tell you that invest india and usaid the south asia energy regional partnership had vetted about 230 comp- companies or 180 companies if i'm not wrong listed as as among the top 25 investable companies in india for in the renewable energy space but i think india instead of blaming it just on uh, the government being blaming it on the private investments should open up indian sovereign wealth funds to investing in this business 
In fact, the government of India has directed many of the PSUs, like, like the petroleum segment and others, but they're mandated to invest in such companies, but they don't have the direction which where to go. So I think that education needs to be given. The buzzword that we take down from, from your the discussion with you is two things. One, we need to scale up processing, either set up, uh, do partnerships abroad and bring it in India, process materials. Number two, biggest thing, awareness on investment and research and development. Absolutely. Investor uh, readiness needs to be there. And, I, and one more thing, I believe in one more thing, that don't try to become in, innovators. If there is something that is already existing, you get it and multiply it. So it doesn't make sense to develop something that someone has already developed. So don't reinvent the cycle. That's a brilliant proposition. China followed it and today it's where it is. Thank you, Moria, for such candid talk with us. And thank you all of you for, for listening to us where he breaks down these complex technical jargons surrounding battery making. Uh, thank you so much. Have a good day.